radio on, turn your radio on and listen to the music in the air. Yes, let's see. I think I'll turn over to the loudspeaker. River Radio. Hello? This is only a test. This radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Across the Thames Valley. Turn on the radio and let's have some music. Spread the word. Good evening, everybody. I hope you've had a lovely start of your week. This is Inside the Music Scene. I am Tara Dean, and this is River Radio. So I have got a very jam-packed show for you today, just like I do every single week. But I have a very, very special guest coming on the show. Just after our first song, I've got Mark Reed from... 90s band A1 going to be joining me and my co-host who's in the studio as well Matt do you want to say a quick hello good evening good evening so we're going to be joined by Mark on air in about five minutes time after the first track so coming up in the show I have got some music from our local music scene as well as a little bit further afield as well we're adopting them as our own today So Inside the Music Scene is all about your local music scene. So if you'd like to send in your music to me, then please do. You can get in touch at tara at river.radio. You can find me on Instagram at Tara D Music or get in touch at river.radio. Studio at river.radio is the email to get in touch with. Also coming up on the show, we have got our very popular game, Reverse Reverse. Now, this is where I have reversed a track and it's down to you, the listeners, to guess what the track is. I'm going to be asking my guest and my co-host as well. Haven't actually prepared for them for that yet. (laughs) So first up, we have got a band that I love to play on the show. This is the Don't Look Now band. Very reminiscent of the beautiful South, actually. And I love that band. So this is Second Time Round by Don't Look Now. And I know you're going to love this.
listening to River Radio and that was Second Time Around by Don't Look Now. So Don't Look Now are a Bracknell based band I believe and their stand-in saxophonist is the famous James Corden's dad. Who, I like James Corden. I know your added bit of information uh, when I got home one day was that guy's played with Michael Bublé. He it was on his, uh, <laughs> what is it, his um, carpool karaoke. Yeah, he was. He randomly picked him up halfway through and they did like a saxophone thing. So it's we get, awesome. we're getting closer to meeting Michael Bublé we're through association. There. We're getting there. Through association. So who <laughs> needs Michael Bublé when you've got Mark Reed from A1? And we have Mark Reed on the show right now. Hi, Mark. Hello, how you doing? I don't know about that. I think we still need a bit of Michael Bublé. Love a yes, bit of Mark. Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's room for both of you. I do think there's room for both of you. So I'd, I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Inside the Music Scene today, and we're going to be asking you questions all about all about you, all about your career, all about what's coming up for you. And we have been sent in lots of questions from your fans as well, which is very lovely. So Fantastic. you're going to be with us right up until eight o'clock this evening, aren't you? I am indeed. Perfect. Right. So first off, just start from the beginning. So what kind of drove you to want to have a career in the music industry? Oh, good question. Starting with a nice easy one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ease you in. <laughs> right back to the beginning. Well, I was born in Kingston-upon-Thames. Um, no, actually, I think it was just by design because I have such a musical family. Um, both of my parents, uh, my mum and dad, Pam and Keith, um, who, who have a radio show on a station called Angel Angel Radio, I'd just like to say. Oh, shout um, out. Plug there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mum. Hello, Dad. They're probably listening. Um, so, yeah, they, they're both very, very, very musical. And uh, my dad was in a band, uh, a rock and roll band uh, called The Wild Angels. My mum is a fantastic p- uh, pianist and singer and drummer as well. So as soon as I was old enough, um, I started playing with a family band. So it kind of started out like that, probably when I was around about seven. Wow. And then I started to get a little bit more professional by the age of 11. And I was doing, you know, all the all the, the social clubs and the, the working men's clubs, British legions, things like that. A little okay. bit later, I was doing cruise ships. But I pretty much knew that I always wanted to be in music. I, I didn't know anything about boy bands, obviously. I just knew that I wanted to make it as a as a musician and as a singer-songwriter. And it's just funny the the kind of the path that you you end up on when when I was starting out I honestly wanted to be probably I don't know the next Billy Joel that was probably what my aspirations were (laughs) well I think I think you've done it I think you've kind of come full circle haven't you so you've always wanted to be a singer-songwriter and you kind of you've you've done you've done your boy band and now you've kind of come out as a singer-songwriter again because you've got a new single out which we're going to be talking about a little bit later on so so, so yeah, I've got I've got another question for you. So, yeah. I know you started out kind of with your family, and it sounds mm. like the bit of the, like the Brady Bunch. It does sound a bit like that. Very um, much like that. Very yeah. much like that. Yeah. So, who are your main inspirations? I'm sure that your family were your main inspirations, but within the music mm. industry, who did you look up to when you first first started out? Yeah, I, I mean, I say I had aspirations to be the next Billy Joel, but I think some people might think I'm like a Poundland Gary Barlow. Um, but I'm okay with that. I'm absolutely <laughs> Gary fine Barlow with from I mean, Wish, every, as they would say now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm your Wish FM uh, Gary Barlow, but I'm totally fine with that. Um, everybody loves a bit of Poundland and Wish FM. Uh, but, but yeah, so um, growing up, it was all about the Beatles. It was actually the music that my uh, parents got me into. So it was the Beatles, uh, the Beach Boys. ELO, mm-hmm. um, and then later as I got older and discovered music that I liked myself, I was very much into the Divine Comedy um, and lots of other artists. But yeah, ma- mainly Billy Joel and mainly Elton John because I, you know, I'm most at home sitting behind a piano. So, you know, I can literally spend hours, hours a day playing piano and singing songs. So that was, you know, that was, they were always always my biggest heroes. And of course, Paul McCartney, yeah, mm-hmm. John Lennon, obviously that that's that's part of the Beatles, but I love their solo work as well. I loved Wings, and um, you know, I, I think John Lennon had some fantastic solo songs, as, as did George Harrison. So, obviously, a big Beatles fan. Yes, definitely. And to be fair, the Beatles did kind of pave the way for a lot of musicians, didn't they? And they changed music as a whole. So, if they were if they weren't one of your inspirations, I would I would have been a bit bit shocked actually. 
I, I always get surprised when I hear people that don't like the Beatles, and 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 believe it or not, I, I have uh, have spoken to people like that, and and I mean, obviously, everybody can have very very different tastes. That's what makes the world of music so interesting. Doesn't matter if you don't like opera. Doesn't matter if you don't like heavy metal. It, the music is is subjective, and for absolutely everybody, and and. And you know me personally, I I like a bit of everything, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't you know I don't have any problems with somebody not liking something like I've I've heard I've heard people say oh I don't like pop music, and I don't really understand what that means because pop means popular music, so generally mm-hmm. that should pretty much cover everything. Yeah, but I met yeah, somebody so, um, that didn't like I've gone music. Off on a tangent already, and we're only ten minutes in. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> tangents are amazing on this show? It means that you have to answer less questions. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah, I met somebody the other day that didn't like music. Blanket statement: don't like music. And I've, I, I've had a taxi driver. I've had a taxi driver said exactly the same thing to me as I had a two-hour drive to London, sitting in the back of his car with no music, oh. and I was I could not believe it. So I ended up just chatting with him the whole way. Um, uh, but a very interesting chat. But it does. I do think life is certainly a little bit duller, a little bit darker without music. Mm. I mean, I'm one of these people that hears music everywhere I go. I have a soundtrack to my life. Even when I'm not playing music, or I I still hear it in my head. My walking around in my world is like hearing John Williams soundtracks everywhere I go. Wow. I think everyone needs to be in that world then because John Williams, that's amazing. I mean, I was going to actually ask you um, if somebody could write a soundtrack to your life, who would it be? And you've answered it. So John Williams, would that would be the guy? Hasn't he kind of written the soundtrack to everyone's lives? In oh, the sense that's that deep. We, you know, in the sense that, you know, we all know John Williams scores, whether it's Jaws, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Uh, you know, there's so, so many of them. Everybody knows all those tunes. And I know I'm going off the path from pop music, mm-hmm. but his songs, his music is just as recognisable with as many kind of catchy tunes as a lot of, as, as say, the Beatles. So he's, he's kind of the Beatles of, of film scores, film composing. Yeah, completely. And to be fair, pop, as you say, pop music is popular music. So could you say that John Williams is pop music? It's one of those I'd weird genres. He's, he's a pop composer, and and then later in later, they obviously we had composers like Danny Elfman that made it even more contemporary, and he did the score to things like The Simpsons, Edward Scissorhands, and all the the Danny, uh, all the Tim Burton movies. But yes, I'm going off on a tangent here. It's, it's like no. I'm, I'm trying to help you save your voice a little bit, perhaps. Ah. <laughs> Maybe you are, and that's amazing. So no, carry on. So do you quite like your classical music then? So obviously, people think, oh. He was in boy band. All he listens to is Justin Timberlake, nine one one. You know, so yeah. obviously you love your classical music. Then, I, I, I tell you, would be my biggest ambition would be to be able to write a film score or some music for television oh. or anything like that. Um, probably more bigger than you know being in a pop band. Um, also, although I appreciate how difficult that world is to, is is to venture into, but. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Most people that are in a boy band, we only listen to other boy bands. Um, you know, we all come from a factory. That's apparently what Mustard um, said. All boy bands come from the same factory. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, they just pop them out one by one That's on the production it. line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that so we cleared that up. <laughs> Well, I'm going to ask you a little bit about how you kind of got into your journey. I know you, you, we've gone right back to the beginning of how you got into music, but how you kind of um, went from playing at the British Legion to winning a Brit Award. I'm going to ask you a little bit about that um, after the next song, if that's all right. So, um, <laughs> I'm sure that all the listeners will too. So, you are listening to River Radio. This is Mark Reed from the... Um, band a1 but also it's mark reed in his own right singer songwriter got a new single out and we're going to be listening to it a little bit later so i know that it is the time that everybody has been waiting for so mark have you been able to hear the music sitting where you are yes i could hear and i totally agree with you with what you said about the beautiful south that was a great band they sounded really good they're, they're amazing aren't they fantastic mm, so i was just checking so that you can play along with the game um, if nobody knows, you are on Zoom. Not you're not just sitting in the corridor. I haven't I haven't put him in the corridor. Sitting over there where you are, we've got Mark on Zoom. That's why I'm just checking. Um, so I'm going to be playing a track that I reversed. Okay, and I have gone a little bit kind of. I'm going to give you a clue. It's from a film. Okay, oh, and it's a very popular film, and it is a film that I felt that your song should be in. Your new song. 
Okay. Oh, that's a very good clue. It's a very good clue for you, I think. So, but, so shall I stay quiet? Shall I, is this one not for me or shall I, shall I stay well, quiet? Well, the magic of radio, we have to pretend we don't know it until right at the end of the show. And then of we course, can reveal the answer. Otherwise, and we can give at least five wrong answers. And, yeah. Uh, yeah gotcha. Get people off tangent. Matt hasn't heard this yet and he normally gets it within the first beat. So let's have a little listen. This is your reverse reverse for today, listeners. Okay. I got it. Got it. Got... I, mean, I mean, I haven't got it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I have, but I haven't. I got it. I, I think it. you both got it at exactly the same it. time. I just saw Matt just sit there and go like. I got okay, it in the beat. I got it in the beat. I'm still, you know, keeping up with my my thing and keeping up with the beat and getting it from the first beat. Matt's hands are in the air as soon as it started. <laughs> Mark knows it already. But you know what? We're not going to tell you it. We're going to wait until no. right to the end Got of to play the, the game. We're going we're gonna to play the game. Got to play the game. So if you would like to go on and give a comment and enter this, it's not really a competition, but it's a game, um, you can go over to the River Radio Live social media. So over on Facebook, if you go into River Radio Live, then you'll find it. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see where I've put the reverse reverse track and you can listen to it as many times as you want. So the guys in the studio can only listen to it when you're listening to it on the show. So people at home have got an advantage. So go and binge listen to it. Give a comment underneath it and then... I read your comment on, out, out on the show if you're lucky. So next up, we have got some music from Janine. I think I'm saying that correctly. So it's it's from her new album, um, Strength and Wisdom. Um, Janine's actually going to be on my show next week. So she's sung with um, oh everybody. She's sung with Take That. She's sung with, oh, it's amazing. Um, she's got an... Uh, a gig coming up at Norden Farm soon, singing James Bond songs. And even the composer, James Bond, loves her voice. So, how cool is that? This is your moment to sit back, relax, and enjoy a little bit of smooth jazz and soul. This is Janine. Thank you. 
So that was the beautiful voice of Janine. So Janine is playing at Norden Farm Arts Centre on the 25th of September with music from the Bond films, as I mentioned earlier. So I now have my list in front of me of who she's collaborated with and sung with. So it's Paloma Faith, Take That, George Michael, um, Ray Davis, The Who, The Kaiser Chiefs, David Arnold, and she, um, she was in, she was the lead in the UK tour of Aretha Respect. She's done so much, this lady. And she's on my show next week, and I'm really excited about that. So, I really enjoyed that song. What did you think of that song then, Mark? Oh, she's just showing off, really, isn't she, with all those people she's sung with? She hasn't sung with A1 yet, though. Um. Well, maybe we can arrange it. Maybe you can come on the show next week and we can have a, a Zoom sing song. That would be... Oh, yes, because Zoom sing songs always go down really well. They, they um. go great for the old harmonies. Always in time, always in time. Oh, yeah, per- perfectly in sync. Um, oh, yeah, that was a really n- Another boy band yeah, another there. Another boy band there. Name drop, another name drop. In sync. Or out of sync, more like. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Or sync's the new I love thing, live isn't it? Radio because I, I, um, sorry, I always get fascinated by the whole. You know, uh, you know that you've got like thirty seconds left and one minute left to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I was driving back. We had a gig on Friday that was in Prestatyn, which is you know really far away in Wales, and it was a pretty long drive. And to keep myself awake on the five-hour drive at home, uh, I listened to nineties radio, so nineties tunes all the way home, mm-hmm. and um, which which is. You know, takes me back, and it's good fun. But I heard a Mark Owen song that was uh, all about uh, the radio, and it was called Four Minute Warning. I don't know actually if that's 90s or noughties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might be familiar with that song. But to me, it, it's very much about, you know, playing songs on the radio and how much you've got left before you've got to go into the next link. Yes. Um are you familiar with that song? I'm I'm not but I'm gonna make myself familiar as soon as we leave the studio I wasn't too familiar with it at all um I I, I think it was a fairly big hit but you know it was one of Marco in solo hits but it's such a fun song because it's counting down as the song finishes I was a little bit disappointed when he sung 30 seconds left to go there wasn't actually 30 seconds there was more he didn't go to that length to actually time it to the specific moment. But no, it's a great song. Check it out. And that was a very random tangent there, but you know. No, do you know what? I'm loving all of these tangents, honestly. And I'm sure all the listeners at home are loving these tangents as well. You're one of the best to interview because it's just great. I can just sit back, relax, let, let you go off on one. It's amazing. It's great. So we've actually had some questions sent in. So Matt is going to um, ask a question that's been sent in by Amanda Jane Hill. Yes. Hi, Mark. Oh, lovely. Hello, Amanda. So, uh, Amanda says, um, her son Stevie J would like to say hello first and foremost to yourself um, and cannot wait to see you in Panto in December. Um, oh, oh, that's fantastic. Well, hello to you both. Uh, and, yeah, he, well, he's awesome. He is. I've seen him do some fantastic dances. Uh, he's even done uh, some dancing to my Stop the Show song. Oh. oh, very nice. Wow. So, hello to you both. And I can't wait to see you in, in Panto. Yeah, I'm going to be up in the... Redditch, so bit of the trek, but it's not too far. Um, I'm, I'm in Jack and the Beanstalk, and no, I'm not playing the Beanstalk. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jack. Oh, amazing! Uh, brilliant. And so, on, moving on from that um, comment that, and very nice comment they left, um, they would also like to ask you if there are any goals that you haven't achieved yet, um, and in terms of those goals, which ones would you love to achieve, and what would you do first? Well, I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I would absolutely love to compose some incidental music for a film or for a television show, uh, and, and I'm so into that. I, I'm I'm such a nerd, such a nerd for my um, uh, film music, and any time I'm watching a TV show, say so it's like The Walking Dead, I'm I'm you know some people are watching all the gore and all the zombies. I'm listening to the score, the Bear McCreary score, and hearing what the music's doing. So yeah, that would be one of my. Um, uh, goals and I guess I certainly wouldn't say no to doing a bit of Strictly. I could do it. <laughs> so. Amazing. I, do you know what? I'm actually watching Strictly this year. I never watch it, but Tom's on what, it. What's dragged you? What's uh, caught your eye then this year? Tom from McFly. Tom Fletcher. Tom Fletcher. Go. He's done it for me. I have to watch it. Yeah. I'm Matt and McFly I, fan. I have him to thank for why I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that. So. Before we had a song, I did promise the listeners that I would ask you about your awards. Now, I was going to say to the end, but what awards? (laughs) I've Googled you, Mark. I know how many awards you've won. (laughs) 
So, is that an award behind you? I can see yeah, on Zoom. I mean, what one is that? Yeah, I I don't know. If, are your are your um, listeners able to to watch online as well? Um, as I might put some on my Instagram. I might do if that's okay, okay with you, Mark. It's just as well that I strategically placed this award here. Um, it's great for a radio interview, that. It only comes out for interviews to make me look very important. Even when it's not, <laughs> normally, I've probably got some kind of toy there or some model or something else. Um, but, yes, that's there for interviews and needs a bit of a polish, not going to lie. But, yeah, this is, this is the, um, one of the earlier Brit Awards. Uh, I'm sure you'll get your hands on one of these one day, Tara. Um, uh, but one of one of the newer ones because they're always designed by fancy fancy artists these days. So they they don't really look like awards. They look more like I don't know um, something out of a licorice all sorts box. They're they're very colourful and they're very kind of alternative in their design. I think I saw one that was like polka dots one year or something. Wow, but, you know, keeps it interesting. Oh, completely. But, but I was so pr- I was so proud of that because. The year that we won the Brits, which was a very long time ago now, um, we were up against Coldplay, um, Craig David, who else? A top loader, band that was around five oh. minutes back then. Um, <laughs> really top band. <laughs> was a good tune, though, really, really top bands. And, mm-hmm. um, but because it was a public vote and it was voted for by um, the public, we, we were very fortunate to win because most of them are voted by committees and things like that. Oh, it's I all see. a bit of a fix. But to win it, Win the public vote is a really lovely thing. Oh, definitely, definitely. And they're, they're the people that are buying your music as well. So that was back in 2001. Done my research. Yeah. And you've released your single exactly 20 years on, haven't you? I know. I know. Wow. That really shows how old I am, really. I'm, I'm actually no one's counting dino- right now. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur in the music business. We all are. I mean, compared to, you know, because cause 20 years ago, is like a, a thousand lifetimes ago in pop music mm-hmm. because things move so fast and record labels are always so quick to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. You, re- We're kind of fortunate that we have the, the life band of a band that we did i mean we were around for a good solid five years of touring and having hits and albums but here we are 20 years later and we're still touring we're still touring around uh, uh, southeast asia scandinavia we've got a tour coming up later this year so so we're very very lucky to still be doing what we're doing when the average shelf life of a band is normally you know as i say five years Mm, completely so other than um the uk where do you reckon your biggest fan base is then Mm. It seems like to us it's the it's the place like the Philippines. Um, oh, because that's interesting. We go back there as often as we can. We do really fantastic shows out over there to, to be, you know sell, sell out arenas and, and uh, things like that. But also uh, Singapore is really fantastic. Uh, Indonesia um, uh, and and not forgetting uh, Scandinavia. We we um, we regularly go to Norway. In fact, two of the guys in the band actually live in Norway now. Um, oh, okay. Christian, Christian in the band is from Norway, mm-hmm. um, but Ben has recently moved there. So he's relocated over to Oslo. And uh, so we, we, we do a lot of shows over there, uh, which is really nice because it's so different to being in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to kind of have the, I'm going to struggle with this word because it's one of those words that, that gets me tongue tied. It's nice to have that anonymity. Can somebody say that with me, please? Is that in like Finding Nemo where I can't say an enemy? Exactly. Anonymity. Neither of us can say it either. It's nice to have that A word and and kind of go over to another country like Norway and still have thousands of people come along to see us in Southeast Asia. So it's it's nice that it's kind of a little bit more chilled out in yeah. these, these days for us, but Definitely. still on the road all the time. But how, how does it kind of work then with two, two of the band members living in a different country? How does it work with rehearsing? Oh, a nightmare. I bet a it is, of, actually. A lot of, a, a lot of Zoom rehearsals. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually possible. The, the funny thing is, is we, you know, as as back in the day, we transitioned from your kind of typical dancing boy band into more of a band because we were actually more uh, within the band. We were actually more musicians than we were like you know uh, dancers. We had to learn how to dance, which was very unnatural, uh, particularly for me being stuck behind a piano all the time. Um, so as we transitioned into more of a band with a song like Caught in the Middle, which was much more of a bandy produced track produced by Mike Hedges, who's mm-hmm. also produced Manic Street Preachers, oh, uh, Travis and U2. Um, 
So we thought that was it for the dance routines. We thought, great, our dancing days are over. We can put our, you know, dance tights up and hang, hang our <laughs> dancing shoes up. And uh, But no, here we are 20 years later, and that's what the fans want to see. They want to see us in our 40s dancing, apparently. Of course so they that's do. What we do. Of course that's they what do. We do. <laughs> yeah, so, so rehearsals, rehearsals are very difficult because you really have to be in the room together to do dance routine, dance rehearsals because of the spacing and everything. So it is a challenge. And we were actually recording our new album when the pandemic hit, and which obviously slammed the brakes on that. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, you can produce music, as I'm sure you know, remotely. You can work over Zoom and send each other apart. Yeah. But that's not the same as actually being in the studio together, vibing off of each other. I, I mean, I've done quite this this period. I've done quite a lot of songwriting <laughs> sessions over Zoom. It's fine. But it's not the same as being in the room with someone. No, completely. I mean, the ideas will bounce off each other differently than if you've got the interaction, that you've got the same things in the room and you might be inspired, like, kind of in the same way, in a way. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to be asking you after a song from Split the Dealer, which has started already, so let me just not start that for a second. I'm going to be asking you a little bit about um, West End Live event that you're going to be performing about and you're going to tell me all about it um that's all right with you um after split the dealer now split the dealer has just just dropped a brand new track and i'm very very excited about it it is fantastic as split dealer always is now split the dealer is just doing some amazing events so make sure you go and check them out so this is high rockets by split the dealer brand new song hope you enjoy it It's a lucky dip of living and we're playing for the bulls So we play with indecision There's a face screen that keeps you up at night And takes the simple things in life as a whole different pressure So you stay on the run, don't break out your lane Or your safety is gone I guess I find it kind of funny how we work till we're done. Oh, get the call for ready, whoa. With a question where your life went.
ignite this fire Cause we need a quicker pace Cause we're in a race to the moon Oh, we need a quicker pace Cause we're in a race to the the dealer's brand new single high rockets and make sure you go and check that out and also go and check out the marketing for that because i absolutely love what split the dealer's doing to market this song he's got a astronaut with like the facial features are like gaffer tape it's all pretty amazing to be fair so before we ask mark another question i am going to play you the reverse reverse track for today so here we go there we go. Right. I know it was um it was cha cha slide. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Do you know what everybody that comes on the show always says that? I love it. So, um, we've got another song that we would like... Song. Song that we would like to show you. No, a question that was sent in. But if you'd like to play Reverse Reverse, which is the game that we've got going throughout the whole show, please do go over to River Radio's Facebook page, at River Radio Live, and go and comment on the post that I posted about five hours ago and leave a comment of what you think that Reverse track is. We know it in the studio. Mark knows it on Zoom, so... What do you think it is from a film? If you've seen Mark's music video, you'd guess it. Just saying. Another reason to check out Mark's music video, okay? So, let's I kind of want to hear my song backwards now. (laughs) Can we just do a little section of the show where we we listen to songs in reverse and just see what happens? Just the whole show in reverse? (laughs) That'd be so good, wouldn't it? I love it. Well, you know, just so you can see if there's been any hidden subliminal messages or anything like that. I mean, I don't think there is in my songs. I think I would have known if I'd have put stuff like that in it. Maybe your producers just put something in and without you knowing. That's me as well. Oh, okay. (laughs) Maybe you've subconsciously put something in without you knowing. I may well have done, Cora. I may well have done. (laughs) So we've got a question from Laura Henderson. Matt, would you like to ask Mark the question? Uh, she mentions um, it was amazing to see you and the guys performing again last week um, and she's loved all the songs you've recorded in lockdown and her question is if there's anyone famous who you'd like to write for who would it be and why and she's really looking forward to the tour oh hello Laura thanks so much it was really lovely to see you on uh, Friday it's after so long that was our first gig back in the UK and really appreciated you coming along um uh, anyone I'd like to write for? Wow, that's a really, really good question. There's such, such good pop music out there at the moment. So many good artists, um, you know, like Dua Lipa, and I, there's so many good acts that I I would love to write songs for. But if I uh, certain if there was an artist that I'd love to hear a song that I'd written, it would probably be somebody like Elton John. So obviously that's not going to happen because he writes most of his own things, but. I'd say Elton John or a song in a Disney film, you know, because then just hearing that up on the, you know, on the screen, that would just be incredible and absolutely overwhelming. I mean, anytime an artist sings a song that you've written, it's fantastic. It's an amazing thing because you just think to yourself, oh, I wrote that song and now all of a sudden somebody else is singing it. And, and I've been fortunate that I've had quite a lot of artists that have sung songs that I've written. And yeah, it never gets old. It's a really, really nice feeling. Oh, very nice. That's a good choice. That's answered your question, Laura. But yeah, thanks so much for for your question. I mean, who wouldn't want to write a Disney song? Let's just be honest there. Who wouldn't want to write a Disney song? I mean, a Disney. That's all I can write. I can only write cheesy pop, happy (laughs) Disney song. Somebody says, "Oh, you sound like a Disney princess." School of cheesy pop. I'll have you know. (laughs) (laughs) Graduated. Um, Tara, Tara, what kind of music do you do you write? 
and perform. And cheesy pop songs. Um, I, I call my music mature cheddar. It's cheesy, but it's got a little bit of maturity in it. So that's how I describe it. Um, I just like I, all my songs are based on negative emotions, but I always nice. twist it and make a happy song out of it so that the song's going to help people. That. Um, and, and also I can sing them again. Um, so, and then I kind of relate it to anything that I'm doing in life. So I've got a song called Keep Smiling. Um, and it was something that somebody said to me in the street, you've got to keep smiling, don't let it ruin your day. And then I just turned it into a song. Um, and most of my songs I write are doing about 10 minutes and it's just, you get a earworm, sit down with your guitar and it's done. And I, and I love it and it's cheesy and it's all mine and I love it. I will never change for anybody. I won't conform to the top 40, um, but I love it. That's why I love 90s and 2000s music as well, um, because it's everything I grew up with. So I think that's why I like to write the cheesier songs um, mm. and not have to write about the gangsters in the club drinking all yeah. the vodka kind of stuff. So and that's kind of what I like. So I need to talk to you a little bit about your single, but do you know what? I'm going to make them wait. I'm going to make them wait just a little cool. bit more. So, with that, that that really in- inspires me. There, I mean, you're saying about keep smiling, um, and I love that as well. I I wrote a, similarly. I wrote a song called Smile Again that I released um, earlier this year, which is very much inspired by being in lockdown and coming out of lockdown. And it was a similar situation. Somebody I knew who was in a particularly bad place, and I just wrote a song about coming out of that dark place and I was, I was and the, the main lyric is you know it's good to see you smile again oh, you know amazing. and uh, so so you know it sounds like we, we come from a slightly similar place um and the good thing about you loving the 90s music is that's very much coming back in now so for a, for a good for a good while it's all been about the 80s and but actually now actually I think early 90s music is you hear a lot of that in you know, say like a Bruno Mars production. I think a lot of that is coming back back around. So you're in. You're going to be in. Uh, you're going to be writing the right songs for the right time. Perfect. Well, I'm actually really excited to hear that. I don't really follow the top 40 anymore. I just listen. Yeah, I normally listen to 80s and 90s music, to be fair. I'm stuck in the past. But you know what? Most of the best music was back then. So that's okay. So I did. Um, I was going to ask you about the West End live event. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me a little about a bit about that. I need to make sure that I listen to your song about smiling. And then I think we'll probably just have to do a collaboration on like a smile song then. A mashup. A mashup. A mash-up. Of smile again and keep smiling. Sounds good to me. Oh, amazing. Um, <laughs> let's, let's do it. So the uh, West End Live um, is obviously a showcase of all the biggest shows in the West End. Uh, every every um, production is going to be represented uh, from you know probably Mary Poppins to the Lion King and mm-hmm. and this is an event they hold every year. It's one of the biggest free events in London. Um, unfortunately, of, of course, it was cancelled in 2020, and uh, but it's it's been rescheduled from its earlier. Uh, it's normally around about June or July, but it's been rescheduled into September. And as I'd written the song "Stop the Show," I just felt, oh, that song is crying out to be performed on West End Live. So I reached out to them uh, very cheekily and said. Um, so I've got this song called Stop the Show and I can't help but think you've got this big, you know, big event about, you know, musical theatre coming back. How about I, you know, I'll come on for it as a warm-up act. And I'm just Amazing. thinking, you know, I'll just, I'll just go on before the show starts, sing the song. But no, I'm not going to be a warm-up act. I'm going to be one of the uh, acts within the main show. So I'm going to be performing my song Stop the Show on Sunday. Uh, I believe that's Sunday the 19th. Of it is. September. Yes, it and is. And I'm going to be there at four o'clock. But get there early just in case they throw me on earlier. Perfect. So where can I find out a bit about that? Well, Western Live, you can find out about it on their own websites, on Instagram, uh, on, you know, probably westernlive.com. Um, but yeah, it's a huge event. We expect big numbers. There's probably going to be ten to 15,000 people there. Wow. In, in fact, I'm probably way off with that because probably over the weekend, there's probably going to be something like 60,000 people there. Wow, um, that's incredible. So it, I, I'm not going to think too much about the numbers because I'm a little bit nervous, which is crazy <laughs> when you think about it because A1 have actually performed in front of 100,000 people and we've we've done some pretty huge gigs. But I think this is a little bit different because mm-hmm. all of the pressures are on. It's like, okay, you're on your own, okay? You're singing your own song. You've produced the song, so it's all your own work and everything, and it's kind of 
a little bit, adds a little bit more pressure. And, and yes. uh, in fact, I wish I hadn't even brought that up because I probably would have been fine. But now I'm thinking about all the pressure of the pond. But it's going to be fun. Don't think it's about it. Don't fantastic. just think it's going to be the River Radio listeners there cheering you on, and they're going to oh. already pre-heard your songs. So they know what it's all about. Learn all the words. They're going to be rooting for you right at the front. Exactly. I can't wait. Thank you. Perfect. So let's have one more listen to our reverse of first track. I'm going to play a little bit of Andreas Mo, which is going to be coming up next. And then we're going to reveal the answer. You ready? Let's go. Oh, oh, let me stop the music in the background first. Then that, then I'll play that again. One second. There we go. <laughs> Right, so I know both of you know what it is, but do you know what I mean? I'm going to see if we've got any comments. Let's have a little look. Have we got any comments? We've got any messages? So we've had a couple of messages in. Nobody's got it yet. Okay. Shall we give them a clue? Mark, have you got a clue that you might be able to give the listeners? Um, the first time you might hear this song, it might actually be sung by children. Mm. rather than adults. Okay. Not children, but young, young people. Young people. And I think uh, it kind of chronicles a a transition in time in this particular part of the film. Is that a good clue? I think that's an amazing clue. What do you think, Matt? Do you reckon that's a good clue? I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. It might have given it away. It might have been too good. It might have (laughs) given it away. But I think just listen to that first note. That is the biggest clue as well. That first note is the poignant part of the phrase. But remember, that first note would be the end of the phrase. So, mm. I know, I know. So okay, I'm giving all the clues now. But you have got until the end of Andreas Mo, which is coming up now, to go and comment over on the Facebook page at River Radio Live. And also, if you've just tuned in, you've missed the show. Where have you been? We have been listening to Mark Reed from A1. Where have you been? But do you know what? You can listen to it again. <laughs> you can listen to this show again so it's going to be available on spotify apple Podcasts, google play it is going to be on the river radio listen again it's going to be everywhere so if you would like to listen again go and follow me on tardy music i'll post all the links to it in about an hour's time once it's all uploaded so let's play we've got two more tracks to play one is andreas Mo, and one's this new song called stop the show and um, we, we better we better play it so <laughs> this is andreas mo's new single and i hope you enjoy it in the heart of the quiet in every fading dream Who are you, who are you to me? In the light I've been given In all of the hurt I keep The beginning and ending Who are you, who are you to me? Who are you, who are you to me?
Andreas Moe's new song, You To Me. Now, Andreas Moe isn't necessarily local, but do you know what? We support all new singles on this show. New albums, new music, new collaborations, everything. Inside the music scene, it's for your local music scene, wherever you might be. So, Andreas Moe, I first saw him perform um, supporting Lucy Spraggan. There we go. I've got a name and I normally get a name in each show, Mark. I normally talk about Rick Astley or Lucy Spraggan. So, it's one of the two. <laughs> um, and I've seen Rick Astley in... Uh, a week's time. I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, feel free to add my name to that list of names that you mention every now and again. I, I don't mind. I'm, yeah, I mean, I do every show. Did I not mention? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not telling you to, you know, sack off Rick Astley in favour of me, but of course not. But, I will never sack you know, off Rick Astley. I've got too much of an obsession with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said that. I think everybody has a secret obsession with Rick Astley. Um, no, but Andreas... Whether they like it or not. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. So, yeah, Andreas Mo, I saw him, um, yeah, support Lucy Spraggan. And I've been following his music for, like, um, gosh, since 2013-14. And he just released some fab music. So I was really excited when he was... Um, releasing new music again so it is your last chance to hear the reverse reverse track and we have had a correct answer being sent in my mum has got it completely wrong she has sent frozen in she said is it frozen no it's not frozen it's not frozen so there's one more clue um we have had a message in from tony and you know what tony's got it right but here we go just one more time here is reverse 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 Right, so... Sounds like Swahili or something. Swahili! Yeah, it doesn't sound English. Sounds like a... a oh, it's still going on in the background. It sounds like a it Eurovision sounds, song. Actually, it sounds a little bit Middle Eastern, maybe, I think. It, it, it does. I like, it's very interesting hearing these things reverse. Do you know what? <laughs> Some sound exactly the same, and it's, it's quite weird when you reverse a song and then people get it straight away because it has exactly the same tune and everything. So we have got six minutes left and we've still got to play your song. So I don't think we're going to get all the questions in, but if if you're able to stick around for an extra 10 minutes after the show, maybe I could ask you the questions, then pop them on my Instagram. Let's do it. Amazing. Perfect. So I want to tell you the answer to reverse reverse before we ask... Mark, all about his new single. So, we have had a message from Tony. And they've got it correct. It is... What is it, Matt? I think we should let Tony answer this, as you put in the correct answer. But Tony's not here. You can read it out. I've oh, got yeah, it in front I need of me. to read it out. I've yeah, got yeah. it in front of me. <laughs> I was going to say, we've not been joined by Tony. Um, it is A Million Dreams from Greatest Showman. So everybody at home who thought it, who messaged in everything like that, even if you got it wrong, well done. Bragging rights have been won by you to your friends. What kind of rights do you want other than bragging rights? That's kind. Amazing, amazing. So I'm not going to lie. I first thought it was never enough from Greatest Showman. So I'm glad I did eventually come round to thinking it was a million dreams. But at first, I was like, never enough. I I can understand. I think it's the same note. But Matt is doing some party dance over there because he's very proud of himself that he got it correct and actually think that... I actually think you told me to do that one about three weeks ago, and I think I've now cracked it out. I did. So That um, was my idea three weeks ago. It was, actually. So <laughs> maybe we, he, he can be disqualified for knowing in, in stuff. So we've got about a minute to talk about your song, and that's what we're going to end on. So we might ask you some more questions for the Instagram, but just to finish off the show, can you just tell me briefly, what is your new song about? Well, firstly, Tara, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you. I've really loved the show. It's great to hear a show playing, like focusing on new music and local talent. That's absolutely amazing. And oh, you're brilliant. You. You've got a really lovely radio voice. That's so been a real pleasure. Oh, thank so you, So rather Mark. than talking about Stop the Show, people can look on my Instagram and find out more about it. But it's just my, my, you know, my, my anthem for theatres and music venues everywhere opening up again. Uh, I think the song is fairly self-explanatory. People can check out the video on YouTube as well. But would you like me to introduce it? I would love you to introduce it. Okay, here it is. It's Stop the Show. 
You've been listening to. Oh, it's very cheesy. You've been listening to East Inside the Music Scene on River Radio. I'm going to be back next Tuesday. Gentlemen, can I have a moment of your time? Make no mistake about it, you won't want to miss a single line. This is your invitation, and nothing's going to stand in your way. So, somebody, call somebody, because we've got something to say. Welcome to the show. Step right up and glow. The curtain ain't coming down. Let everyone know that we're back in town. Smoking mirrors and lies right before your eyes. You'll never know. Just let them try to shut us down. Cause we'll keep bringing this back around tonight. Change your world, prepare to be mystified. Never seen such a grand charade, masquerade behind a big facade. So get ready, you best be ready. I see you on the other side. Welcome to the show. Step right up and glow. The curtain ain't coming down. Let everyone know that we're back.